Hey listeners, thanks for tuning in to the Amplify Your Process Safety Podcast. Today's episode, we talk about PHAs during the project lifecycle, specifically major projects. What are some things that happen between your initial PHA before construction? And if you have a long construction phase, what are the changes that could happen to your process? And do you ever go back and look at that original PHA and make those modifications, review those changes before you start up? So as always, Rob and I thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy. Welcome to Amplify Your Process Safety, the podcast that provides the experience and expertise you need when it comes to process safety and risk management. Our hands-on approach will give you the insight needed, whether you're new to industry or process safety, in a role where you interact with aspects of process safety, or an experienced process safety professional. Join your hosts, Wesley Carter and Rob Bartlett, in their mission to protect people, the companies they work for, and the communities where they operate by making process safety knowledge available to all. Hi, Wesley. Hi, Rob. Another We're, episode. We got another episode here. Um, we are talking this time, I think we said we're going to be talking about project PHAs. Is that project PHAs? Good? Okay. Yes. So, um, should we give the audience some background of why we want to talk about this? I think so. Important? I think, I, th I think it is. What, what's the, what's the reason for, um, spending any time talking about project PHAs? I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. So, you know, something that I think, you know, this can you know, I had a number of clients, I'm not going to name the clients for the specific projects, mm -hmm. but in 2018, um, that had had, say, a PHA done for a major project. So what, you know, That's I think something you're saying, what is a project? Yeah. What's, what's, what do you mean by project and what do you mean by major? Let's yeah. define our terms. I'm missing a, a prerequisite here, you're saying? What do we mean by project? Yes. Yeah. You know, so for our listeners, we wanted to just get it out kind of on the front end about when we talk about a project, we know projects can be varying size, complexity, the duration of construction can go from, you know, something pretty small, like, you know, a week, all the way to something that's a pretty major facility expansion project that's multiple years. Um, but for the sake of the, today's episode, we wanted to focus on these bigger projects where you've got a construction, I'll call it phase of your project, that goes on for um, a pretty lengthy period of time. Did this, you know, the time between, let's just say we did a PHA and to the time do we actually start up. Okay. You know, so. so okay. So that's, that's what we're going to kind of focus on. Big projects, big stuff. So before we get into, before we get into that, um, for the, for people, out there, I mean, when you talk about big projects like mm -hmm. that, number one, um, they're not frequent Yep. for any given uh, site. They certainly aren't frequent. Maybe a company has them multiple going on around the world, but yeah. um, what, what, what should we do for smaller projects? Just, you know, kind of uh, before we dive into large projects, like, like we still need to think about PHAs for smaller projects, right? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You still, so you should still, you know, if you're talking about a small thing, like we're going to do something we can manage with our MOC process, right. they go out there, you know, it's a pretty fixed scope. It's small. It's small. You, you're it's, still going to do your PHA and track your action items. Right. But what's unique about these major projects is, it, is the timeline. It's the life cycle they, they, where they you're they at. Go on for, they go on and go on. Yeah. And, and, so, on and, and so this background, well, I was talking about some of my clients, you know, I had a client, a few, a few solid examples before we get into it. Yeah. But um, I had a client that was building, um, you know, this is the midstream industry and they're building a gas processing facility. And they did, you know, at a high level, you think about the project life cycle. You come up with the concept design, then you get into a construction phase and you're going to commission. Yep. So, let's just say, so this client, for example, they were at the part where they had a solid set of P90s and they did a PHA um, in 2016. Okay. Okay. Then they went into construction for 19 months. Okay. I got a call from my client said, Wesley, we know you didn't do the PHA. 
um, I got an issue with or a concern. I was like, "What's up?" You know, as an engineer, and he said, "We did the PHA, you know, this some time ago, in and we 2016, and this is 2018 now. In this construction phase, I've got 160 modifications. I was like, "You tracked them?" And he's like, "Oh, I've tracked them." I was like, "Well, first of all, I wanted to clap and say good job, because that's important. Because <laughs> many people won't don't right? yeah. document all that. He has arms around each yeah. of the modifications, and so what I suggested, I said, "You know what? You need to do." I was like, "You need to get your facilitator back and get that group to sit down." And y'all need to look at every change, which node it impacted from your original HAZOP, and you need to make a consensus as a group. Does it impact any of our original assumptions, or do we need additional safeguards, or is there, is there a deviation that we missed because right. of these mods? Yep. And, that's, and that's really what it stems down to, is that in these major projects, it's not that they don't put all the effort in and they do a solid PHA. It's just there's such a lag between the last day of that study session and then when you actually start up. And there's all kinds of things that happen in between. Right, and when we're when, usually when we when we have an existing process and we do our PHA, we manage we, we you know if you draw the line in the sand at you know the your last session, well anything after that we're we're, we're not losing it. We just we go through the MOC process. Mm-hmm. But in, in in a project like you're talking about, there's no MOC process because you don't have a process yet. You're mm-hmm. still you're still designing. You're starting to construct. You'll hear like you'll hear construction operations bicker because you know you'll have project managers in the construction group that are making all these mods in the facility, and you'll have a facility owner who's watching this expansion project going next door, and he's like, "Why are we not doing MOCs on this?" And they're like, a, "You know, it's almost like a battle because they're like, we're we're immune to that because we are not an operator. We're not in the PSM. But the key is, but the key is that they're okay. You're you're immune to the the official MOC process, mm-hmm. but you're not immune to making sure that the changes you're making is not going to impact the final process which is installed and that's really that's yeah. really the question it, here it, right you know and yeah and, and you know these clients you know they came to me and said you know wesley we did an initial pha we checked that box and it really is a deep dive of a, a good engineer calling me and saying i think we have a gap here and i was like you absolutely have a gap absolutely right. it was a good call by the engineer yeah. it was really good that they tracked all those changes and they did do a meeting and they did come up they did find some gaps and i thought it was a success on yeah, that one absolutely I had another client call me and say they were getting into the front end of doing this and they were concerned that there were going to be modifications in the construction and i just told them you know that's where i came up when i said you need to start having tracking all this stuff Right. Right. And I suggested a couple things, but one of them is I said, you can either hold them all till the end. I suggest you don't do that. Um, you know, because yeah, if you wait till the end and you're about to start up and all of a sudden you're missing these critical safeguards, now you're, now you're dealing with another battle. Right. What I'm saying is, uh, you wait till the end to review all these modifications that were made the last 24 months. And all of a sudden you're like, uh Oh, we missed something major. And then you're like, we can't start up. Wait, 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 hold on. I need, I need a, I need a, a, a fast acting, yeah. you know, emergency shutoff valve. And the lead time for that is four months. Like, Oh boy, that's going to, could that affect your timeline? Sure. Maybe. And yeah. so, you know, this client, I think they were somewhere on like a 12, 13 month construction timeline. Yeah. And so I just suggest, I was like, Hey, once a quarter, if you're tracking these things, pull everyone together and just make sure and update yeah. it as you go. It, it kind of it kind of tracks back to the same philosophy. We've talked about this on the podcast before of PHAs um, are living documents, right? And, and we use the MOC process to update that. Well, a PHA that you do in a design construction project, um, again, is a living document. Mm-hmm. And there should be some sort of a... Uh, of some some sort of a me- there needs to be some sort of a mechanism to make sure that you know we did our PHA with this design. Six months later, these you know fifty things have changed. Yeah. Well, well, go update your living document, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that these major projects, that the challenge that that you face when you do a PHA, you have all the good, all the best intents on the front end. You do the PHA, you go to construct. That's just a gray area, in my opinion. 
that sometimes miss. And it's not, you know, when I was with a, you know, global company, right. And I worked for them, you know, a global chemical manufacturer, we had a pretty substantial projects group, you know, we hired a pretty big, you know, um, EPC firm, you know, do that work. And they've got all this management systems and structure and things like that. I'd say they're a little bit better at doing that. Um, but that doesn't mean that smaller companies don't build big assets that have these long construction you know, the times where you do the PHA and you got this long delay two years before we took a look and we're like, we've changed our PNIDs, you know, 40 times. You know, did we look and see how that impact our PHA? Because you know this, if we miss a deviation in our PHA, it could have some, some pretty bad outcomes. Sure. Absolutely. And this is, a, and you're almost like, you know, you're flipping a coin, almost saying like, well, we missed all those 40 changes that we didn't review. And, and you're flipping hope, a hope, 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 none of them are major. Hope, hopefully, hopefully not, well, not, not, you know, none of them are significant. Sure. Okay. So you're listening to this episode and you're, you know, you're a year and a half, 18 months into a 24 month construction project and you're like, uh oh. We'll be, we'll be an uh-oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wesley and Robert are suggesting that we should be having some sort of a way of managing all these changes and making sure they don't do the PHA. We haven't done anything, and you know, and we're we're supposed to start up in July. And so what, what should we, we do? What would we tell so, them? so what do we do? Yeah. So, uh, and this is one of my clients that I had call had right. a similar issue, okay. and that's what you know. So, if you don't have your arms around all the modifications, that's the first thing you really want a list of what changes did we make out in the, out in the plant. So a list, you know, your red lines, typically on a project, you might have, you know, kind of a rev log on your P90s, hopefully, but do I have my arms around all the modifications? That's the first thing. Okay. I get my arms around my, I've got a list, you know, whatever word Excel now pull the original PHA team together okay. and review each one, right. whether that's one day a week. I don't know how many, you know, you get your arms around and we've got 400 mods. You're like, yeah. that's an, that's going to be yeah. quite a bit. Well, it's going to be tough because you've got to line those, line each of those up with the, the not just the noted impacts, but also the scenarios, mm-hmm. because it could be more than one scenario that that change could yeah. impact as well. But if you can get each one of those and kind of like tag the node it's in, then go to each node, see what this mod, see what deviations apply, then get the group together and walk through and make sure that you didn't miss any inadvertent consequences for a deviation. And if you did, what's the safeguard? We don't have one. Let's put one in place or we're okay. Right. That's what you should do. You call that meeting and then, you know, it's on the back end of the project. Hopefully there aren't any major busts. But, um, yeah, if you're if you're listening to this episode and you're like, uh-oh. What do I do? Yeah, that, that's what I would do. So, so and, and I think that the only thing that I would add to that is, you know, so the other um, kind of option there is, is you know, we, you know, yeah, we, we, we have P&IDs and, and, and things have changed. We haven't really tracked it that well. Um, but, you know, we certainly can get the, we, we certainly can get P and of what the change is going to be like as of today. Mm-hmm. Well, then you should do your PHA based on that and then manage the rest of the project. The Absolutely. way the, in, in the you're just way. trying to say that we've got a solid has up right. with solid process safety information and, 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 and we didn't miss anything. And you didn't miss anything. And I think that, that I think it may be implied by what we've said, but before you start up, before you add highly hazardous chemicals to your process, you should be, making sure that the whatever those last changes are, you should be doing this the whole way through. So yep. you get up to just before your PSSR, whatever change has been made, you should be going back and making sure that the PHA mm-hmm. um, is current with respect to those. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so that's you know the listener that's, uh-oh. Now what if I've got, I'm about to start a major project or a pretty substantial size project that I think, you know, I'm the engineer and I was, and I, I'm like, this is a pretty good size project, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to go multiple months. Yeah. Um, and I don't have this big EPC firm coming in with all these management systems and stuff and I'm on my own, you know, the first thing is we, we do the, we do the PHA in the last study session. 
get your whole team on board. Spend some time talking about, okay, we're, we did the PHA. What do we need to make sure that we capture or track before startup is part of this? Going it's, forward. It's a simple conversation. Yeah. You get the group together and then you can make determinations on, okay, it's a two-year project. We want to meet every six months or we want to meet well, every quarter or monthly. And in the meantime, who's responsible for making mm-hmm. sure that any change is recorded somewhere. And yeah, how, do and you, that how does that update one, the report? That how does that all that? Than, that may be more than one person. And, and so, you know, what we're talking about right now isn't rocket science. No. It, it's just, but it's something that's missed. It's it's missed a lot because like you said, there's a gr- kind of a, there's a gray area in this kind of construction, mm-hmm. in this construction area. Um, and uh, the, I think the worst case scenario here Worst case is that it doesn't get done and you never do mm-hmm. PHA, in which case now you've really got a problem. But let's just assume that that um, if you assume that you know, at some point during this this project life cycle, somebody's going to get a PHA done. Mm-hmm. Okay. The worst case is that you do it at the very end and then find out that you don't have enough safeguards. You don't, you yeah. got something that needs, let's say five or at least like three IPL credits and all you've got is two. And now it's like, oh, I've got to go from a, I've got to go from a normal, you know, whatever level uh, transmitter to a SIL two system. You make me want to dial it back a little bit with what we should, you know, for our listeners is that uh, I've been in a company where they're like, we're seventy percent into con- complete with construction, and I'm the new employee, and they come up to me and I got the title process. I think, go, Wesley, we need to do a PHA, and I'm like, you. You haven't I, okay. I know you haven't started it up. We're not we're not violating any laws. Right, we're not violating any laws. But but, but that is not good engineering yeah, project yeah. management. So that's the way that's the way that that the budgets bus, right that, yeah. that budgets get overrun. That's the way that timelines mm-hmm. get overrun. Um, in the same way that we do front end loading and we do you know gate systems and all this stuff for decision making to make sure that we don't go over to over budget. We don't go mm-hmm. over timeline. Um, you need to you need to put this PSM the PHA aspect of it. So in on the front team, end, so. that's what you can do with your project team. Yep. You know we're we're got this substantial project going to go this long. How often are we going to track things? How often are we going to get together? And who's responsible for what? Yep. All yeah. right. Yep. So that's projects. 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 PHAs and projects. All right. Well, uh, we thank you for listening. Um, as always, if you um, would like to reach out to us, please uh, visit our website. Amplify. Drop your drop your personal phone number. <laughs> Amplifyconsultants.com. <laughs> um, if you uh, if you listen to us uh, on uh, on iTunes or some other podcast sort of place like that that allows you to do ratings, please consider giving us um, five stars or thumbs up or however those things work in your podcast catcher of choice. Um, and until next time, this is Rob. This is Wesley. We'll talk to you again. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Amplify Your Process Safety. Head to our website, AmplifyConsultants.com, to find our show notes and other resources. Thank you for joining us in our mission to ultimately save lives by advancing process safety right here on Amplify Your Process Safety. Until next time.